Yeah, guess who's back? Yo, TMC. CKC. Yeah, watch your backs, motherfuckers. Well, fuck off your face. Yeah, back off, haters. Yo, here's a rap song we wrote. Listen up, has-beens. Yo, it goes like this. This is how the rap song we do goes. It's about to start. Here it comes. When I see you on the street, I'll take your jacket and buy So don't believe me, just ask that motherfucker Paul Reiser. I'm smoother than Ethan Hawke and Uma in Gattaca. I'm the real reason Dave Chappelle Hi, how are you? Tom McCaffrey, Last Exit of Brooklyn. Eric Bronstein is here. And Molly Heckerling. She's not here. She's not here. She was on the last one. So I, I just like to bring her up now. I yeah. I know. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> Uh, so I was, I just got back from LA. Actually, no, I was, I was in Hawaii. Then I was in LA. Then yeah. I was in Dallas. I did a bunch of shows in LA. Any um, shows in Hawaii? No, I didn't even try. Maybe I should. I was in like a bunch of, I was kind of way out in the middle of nowhere in Oahu. And then I was in Waikiki and I just didn't really. Where do you stay? You have a place? No, we like, uh, my, my sister and her family rented a, like a, a house near, like right on the beach. Nice. For for the first like week, yeah, it was really nice. And then for the last two days, I was in a hotel like on in Waikiki, like right on the beach. Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. And then uh, I went to LA for like six days, and I did like four. Sh- I was supposed to do like five shows, but one of them fell through. And then well, and then one of them, a six show, I was supposed to do. I, I had to leave early. Adam Hunter, mm-hmm. you know him? I've heard of him. Yeah, you know him pretty well, right? Yeah, he's a good dude. I was supposed to do his show on month. Um, he does it on Mondays. I think he does it Mondays and Tuesdays. And uh, I didn't do the one that I was supposed to do. But then I saw this week, uh, Krista Allen is on it. Have you ever heard of her? She's this like actress chick who's like, re- I mean, I guess she's still she's like probably like forty eight now, but she was like really hot. She used to date George Clooney. Really. Yeah, she like was in like the Emmanuel movies. Like they rebooted Emmanuel. You know the Emmanuel like movies? The almost porn movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where it's basically porn, but like <laughs> I guess not porn. <laughs> Those days of the softcore porn. It was like a softcore porn. She was like the new Emmanuel in like the early 2000s. And then I guess she started dating George Clooney. And do you remember George Clooney? He had a show on HBO called uh, Unscripted. Did you ever hear that show? Mm-hmm. It was like a set up reality show oh yeah i remember that like it was the it was based on these real people playing themselves <clears throat> who were actors in new york but it right. was like um it's like 10 years ago maybe more it's like 2006 yeah all right. and it was the three actors were brian greenberg i think he was the one that like made it big yeah he yeah. kind of made it big yeah right? he's been around that guy and krista allen and then this other girl i don't remember um but she's like super hot, and so I guess she's doing stand up now. Oh, that's how everyone goes. <laughs> that's where everyone goes. Isn't that so funny? Uh-huh. So like, she you know she followed me on Twitter like four months ago, and then like immediately stopped unfollowed me. Wow, you must have said something <laughs> you she didn't like. Yeah, it was really Did weird. You follow back? Uh, I might not have. Sometimes that's what happens. People do that, and then they like, how dare they not follow back? Yeah, you know? maybe I did though. It was like right after Rosario Dawson followed me. But yeah. I was—I guess it's because stand up. Like she must have started to do stand up. Yeah, you, you got to just be careful with stand up because some people like it was a big comic that recently, I, I followed followed you. you, but I knew that I had to follow this person back immediately. Oh really? Because I figured that person would be like you know whatever you know. Oh really? Drew Michael. Drew Michael. Uh-huh. Um, you, I was back to that <laughs> soft core porn. Yeah, exactly. So do you remember like especially when you were young, it was hard no. sometimes to get. 
to get real porn. And, yes. And it'd be like on Cinemax. They still have it on those. They still yeah. have porn like that on. But it wasn't even. I mean, I've heard. <laughs> if you ever watch it now, I've watched some of the stuff that they have now. It's actually. It's pretty hardcore. Hardcore for that. It's just you see almost everything except. Yeah, they just won't show the dick. Yeah. But those softcore <laughs> ones. I remember from years ago, and I remember there was one <laughs> where it was that I used to watch. It was on a lot. It was like, it was like a you know that that book, long, Young Chatter Lady. Yeah, Chatterley's, yeah, yeah. Chatterley's Lover was that with like Sylvia Crystal, right? But was, then there was, there was like they had sequels that were just yeah. made up, <laughs> and one of them was that. But for some reason, Adam West was in it. Really? From Bat, you know, Batman. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't having sex with anybody. He was like the comic relief. He was like, w- w- how, when was it made? I think it was made like in the eighties. So it was like after his career was done. Yeah. So, but you remember he had a, he had a comeback. Really? <laughs> he did. When? Yeah. Just kind of like, um, you know, like Simpsons. Nostalgia. And family guy, yeah. Guy. No, he became. He was a character on Family Guy. Oh, he was okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but this was in that slow period. The, the soft poor, soft poor yeah. Porn. So it was like people were having sex, and then all of a sudden he'd like just walk in the room and like trip, you know, while they're having sex, <laughs> or after. trip over them, <laughs> trip over their dildo. But he would still talk like Batman. It was so funny that movie. You know who else did that was um, the kid from A Christmas Story. Did you ever hear of that? Peter Billingsley. No, no, Scott Schwartz. Oh yeah, yeah, he did that too. He was in the toy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the toy yeah, with Richard movie. Pryor? Horrible movie. Um. And he, I, he, I saw his E True Hollywood story in like 2000, and he, his career was so bad when he got older. He, he kind of like he was like a really cute kid, yeah. And then he got like 19, and he was like really ugly. Oh, that like, happens he, most of them. <laughs> he was, he just like he was really short, and he kind of got fat. He just didn't look good. Right. They're always short for some reason. Yeah, yeah. and then um, Haley Joel Osment, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's it was kind of like that. Well, his ended amazing next to this kid. So, so this kid was always hanging out with porn people, I guess, banging them or something. And mm-hmm. then um, he just started acting in the movies, like do like what you said, but he wouldn't have sex. He would just like I love how they act like like their career's not that bad. They're like, look, I'll be in porn, just <laughs> acting. <laughs> All right, like I'm not there yet. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, it's over. Like if you're just on a porn set and you're working on it. Like it's not it's it's done. It's like he comes. You might as well in, get late. <laughs> he comes in. He del- you know he's the pizza delivery guy. Right. He just literally just delivers pizza. <laughs> right. And then right. leaves and then she has sex with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll deliver the pizza, but that's all I'm doing. <laughs> I've never seen a a porn where the police the pizza delivery guy just actually delivers <laughs> pizza. Um. He uh, was very method for that role. He uh, yeah. to prepare for it. He delivered pizza for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered pizza and didn't have sex for nine years. <laughs> so then they finally convinced him to like do have sex on 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 film or with a tape. I don't know whatever. And I think like he couldn't get it up or something. Oh uh, yeah, like well, bad things. That's right. Anyway, so back to like L.A. It's just whenever I'm there, there's always like like. How do you feel when you're there? I always just feel like something's like off there. It's good to go for a week, you know? Yeah. I just like, I don't think I can live out here. It's hard enough here in New York, but yeah. out there it's like, you know. Yeah. You know, and if you like doing stand-up, I mean, you go out for a week, people, you'll, people will load you up with spots. That's kind of what lures you in a little, because yeah. I was there and everyone was like throwing spots at me. I was like, oh, great. I was like, I should live here. Yeah. But then I, I, re- I went to like a party. That someone because I did a show with Lizzie Cooperman. I did a show the Josh and Josh show, which is like this 
kind of hot alternative show, I guess. And uh, uh, like Lizzie Cooper was on it, and Dimitri Martin was on it. And it's funny, I just seen. Did you see Dimitri Martin's movie? Special, you mean, on Netflix? No, he made a movie called Dean that he wrote and directed. Kevin Klein is in it. Okay. I, I just watched it in Hawaii, and then I did the show like two days later, and he was on the show. Um, and I and I I knew him way back in the day, yeah. and he was and I didn't know if he I haven't seen him in like seven years, and he was like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, oh, I just saw your movie, and I thought he he was like really humble about it. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, man, yeah. It took me like he made it like didn't come out for like three years. Right, that's how tough showbiz is. He was like the shit, you know what I mean? Like that guy, everyone loved it. It won like the Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah. He said they wouldn't release it for like two years. Well, I think we want to talk about the the turning point in his career. I mean, he still has a really solid career, no yeah, doubt. He does, but you know, the, the, but. <laughs> no, but this was the thing that could have. He was originally cast in Moneyball. Oh yeah, he was the Jonah Hill character. Yeah, and uh, I guess because he actually looked like the, the guy. The guy. And then they're like, you know what? We don't need to be accurate. We just want someone who's, who's yeah, you know. And Jonah Hill's <laughs> a really good actor, you know. Right, in right. In fact, apparently the guy who who Jonah Hill played in was, real life was mad. Yeah, he was mad. I think we talked about. I that would too. be too. Yeah. If, like that was the guy they cast for. Because Brad Pitt plays Billy Bean. Yeah, you know? which I guess he kind of you know is a little accurate. Yeah. He kind of plays his looks down a little bit in that movie, Brad Pitt. I don't right. Know, no, no, but Billy Bean is actually a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. But, That's right. I forgot about it. And Jonah Hill got nominated for an Oscar for that. And yeah. that was like a big. Huge. I feel like that kind of was a turning point for Jonah Hill. Huge. That turned him in through like doing Apatow movies. You know, it's super bad into like now you're in. Because he was nominated for Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. too. You know? I think he was nominated for Moneyball. That's who he was, not me. He was. Yeah, but I'm you saying did, after that, he got another one. Did you ever see This Is The End? I'm sure. Yeah. I think that's one of the funniest lines in, in that movie. Jonah Hill, at one point, he's like praying. He goes, hey, dear God, uh, this is Jonah Hill from Moneyball. <laughs> 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 it's just so funny how he said because it's like, you know, like... That kind of be- that—that's how much of a turning point it was. Right. That that was like his like definitive part, right? And it you know elevated from Moneyball. Him. <laughs> from Moneyball. Uh, yeah, he's all Jack now. You see those pictures of him? No, is he like in shape? I don't know. You, you see him on the sh- there. Someone took some pictures of him. Either it's for a role or something. You know, he's like all roided up. He's you know? dating this girl. I think he's still dating her. That I did a movie with like year. I did like a couple of movies. Well, I did a few. I like, did my movie, but I I did an indie movie. Soft port, soft core. Yeah, yeah. With it was me and Adam West yeah. and the kid and Krista Allen. <laughs> I really no. So back to that, I wish I if Krista Allen had been been on that show, I would have stayed and done it because I had to leave and I would. Yeah. But anyway, because um, I have this, I feel like she's gettable now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a look at the picture. She's super hot. Okay. So what what was I saying about that before that? Um, Chris Allen, no, no. Before uh, when I Jonah was Hill, a, yeah. Oh, he. I think he's dating this girl. I did a movie. I just indie movie. I was a star, and this girl had a bit part in it. She's like related to um some like really famous photographer or something. Or I think she might be related. I think she's the daughter of the guy who owns Baltazar. Oh wow, she's some like big person's daughter. And she was in the movie, and and now I think she's actually like she had a really small part, and now I think she's like actually acting and doing things, and she I think she's dating Jonah Hill. Forgot her name. Uh, <laughs> that's Jonah. That's, that's uh, them. Jonah Hill calling right now. Um, are you looking her up? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know this girl. Yeah. 
Do you think he writes? Do you think Adam Hunter writes her jokes? Uh, I looked at a clip of her doing stand up, and she wrote like, "This is the fifth time I'm on stage. I was at the Laugh Factor, and like her jokes weren't bad." And doesn't he like? When Molly Heckerling, one of the like when she had first gotten back from L.A. and she did the podcast, she said that she did Adam's show and Jeremy Piven was on the show. Yeah, well, Piven's doing a lot of shows now, you know. And and Adam like coaches him. I don't know. Um. Oh yeah, I think he does. I don't know. Uh, I thought you told me that. <laughs> no. No. Is that something no, I can't talk about? I don't know. Or? Maybe we should. Uh, why is that bad? Oh. No <laughs> okay. one's listening anyway. <laughs> um. No, they are actually. Last week did really well. Oh, right. um, maybe it'll go back to whatever. I uh, no, so I don't know. I, don't I mean, I think they get help a lot of these guys, you know. But you know, you can't just become a comic. So I, you know, I don't know. That's what I mean, though, because like her material was like I was like, wow, that's a good joke. There's yeah. no way she wrote that. Like it, she, like, it's always suspicious when you see a new comedian have it down. But then you sometimes see that they get help on like. They all have a great five minutes, and then you see that all of a sudden they're not getting help anymore because they keep doing the same five minutes over and over and over again. Yeah. You know? Like, one of her jokes was like, you know, it's, I have a hard time, you know, getting out, letting go of relationships, you know, even when they tell me, that, you know, I have to get out of the relationship, you know, like the judge tells me. Oh, that's kind of funny. I, I'm not saying it right, but it's like <clears throat> that. It's basically like... Like a court is like ordering her to like leave the guy alone. It's probably. It's, I mean, yeah. People say I have daddy issues, but how can that be? I've never even met my dad. Yeah, like well, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, it also seems like it could be someone <laughs> else's joke. Probably. Yeah, that's true. That's like <laughs> in a joke book. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, what do you think? Isn't that weird though? That like. You're, you you know, she had a pretty successful career. Now well, they're going to stand like at forty eight. She was like, oh, you know what my passion is. Um, well, it's, you know, it's, it's harder to age out of stand-up, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, a lot of people jump into it, and, you know, it's like, and, you know, if you're good and you had some sort of name, and you and you could do an hour, you could yeah. trade off, and you could go around the that's country. That's true, yeah. You know, like Piven, as you're talking about, I heard he's selling out everywhere. Really? Yeah. I mean, you... And do you, you know if he's good or not? He's probably amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I haven't seen him, but I'm sure he... he yeah, he's probably do, fine. He can do the job. He's an actor. I mean, if you're pretty, you're a good actor. You do monologues. I mean, that's half the battle. That's like, yeah. I mean, just being comfortable on stage, yeah. without being nervous. That's what probably would help her. Like, yeah. um, so anyway, wh- how did I get on this? So I, I did a bunch of shows in L.A. and then uh, I and then I went to Dallas and then I came back. Why do you go to Dallas? <laughs> My sister lives in Dallas. It was on the way back. <clears throat> um, well, were you gonna say something? No, I just coughed. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So what what else is happening? Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Um, I did, and I forgot everything. Um, Have you seen any movies? Can we uh, talk about this movie? That- what do you, wait, actually, I was going to bring up some just because it's timely and maybe when you put this up. But, uh, okay. See, there was a couple of big deaths this last week. Aretha Franklin. All right, whatever. Yeah. I mean, no, that was that was big. She was good. But um, McCain, John McCain. Oh, yeah, John McCain just died. And, uh, but one that's not getting as much attention, Neil Simon. Oh yeah, he died. did. He die the same day as John McCain. Yeah, was it yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. Wow, it feels like so long ago. Um, and I think that I liked Neil Simon. Yeah, a lot. I think he was so influential. I don't think he's really getting his due because it's like the shit that he did. I think know. it's like what has he done recently? But it's always that you know. Yeah. Of course, he hasn't done anything recently. He was ninety-one. You know, was he- <laughs> yeah. What has he done recently? Well, he was seen getting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he was working on getting off the toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a, no. You, you I, ever see the original Odd Couple movie though? With Jack Lemmon yeah. and uh, Walter Matthau. It's funny. No, I never saw it. You never Is saw it. Good? It holds up pretty well. Yeah. Um, no, but I like when I was like when I got into acting. Actually, when I went to Laguardia, that performing arts school, uh, one of the monologues I did was uh, from Brighton Beach Memoirs. Yeah. Because I I had seen that movie and you know I think I was like around the age like fourteen or fifteen and it was funny and I was like oh yeah yeah I should do that and I remember when I and then I did a scene there when when I started to get into acting like plays like I I wanted to do comedy and I he would always have these like funny like Biloxi Blues came out yeah the movie with Matthew Broderick and I remember Walking. I wanted to do a scene from that. And my acting teacher was like, you can't do that. Like, Matthew, what do you think? You're Matthew Broderick? <laughs> like, he's like, you're doing, he literally was like, you're doing this because you just saw Matthew Broderick. And I was like, no, I'm not, which is totally true. So yeah. then I did, an, I did a, pl- a scene from Broadway Bound, which is a the sequel third, to, the third like, one. yeah, yeah. Well, do you know the whole thing with it was, so he was, Matthew Broderick was in the play Brighton Beach Memoirs. Yeah. Right. And then they make the movie, but at that point, but uh, Matthew Broderick does not do the movie. They did it. I think they did it after Biloxi Blues, did they? No, that was first. So, it was, and then, okay. So they, that guy Jonathan Silverman does yeah, the part. Yeah, he did the movie. And the reason why Matthew Broderick, I don't think, did the part was he was doing Ferris Bueller at the time. Yeah, so, but they made the Brighton Beach Memoirs movie. Oh, they did. They made it before Biloxi Blues. Right, you're right, yeah. you're right. And then Biloxi Blues came out, and then Matthew Broderick played the character. Right. Because he's been playing it. He was playing it on Broadway the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he did all of the yeah. Broadway. I don't think he did broad. Maybe he did do Broadway back. I'm not sure about the third one. I know that I think uh, in the uh, one of the plays, it might have been Brighton Beach Memoirs, uh, Matthew Broderick was in the play. Yeah. And the guy who plays Cameron in Ferris Bueller. Alan Ruck. He was also in the play. He was, yeah. yeah. You know who else was in that Biloxi Blues? I think he was an understudy. It was Woody Harrelson. Oh, wow. And I, I I, think I only know that because like my parents saw it on Broadway and they had the playbill and I remember looking through it. The understudy, that's hilarious. Yeah, he was like an understudy and then he went out to L.A. and like got on Cheers. He was um, in Wildcats first, though. Yeah. Wow, you do know your shit. <laughs> was he in Wildcats? Yeah, I think you're right. I think he did Wildcats before that. I think it was right before that. Um, He... Uh, and you know who else was in all those movies and all those plays? Brighton Beach and Biloxi Blue was uh, John Cryer because he looked like exactly like Matthew Broderick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And apparently, the story with Matthew Broderick is he was like trying to be an actor for like a few years and he wasn't getting any part. I think he got a part in a movie. That he I know this. He got a part in a movie with him and Sally Field, and halfway through, the, the financing fell through. And he said he couldn't get a part for like two years. He was like auditioning for like Summerstock, and then he auditioned for Neil Simon, and he got cast in. He said he was there was a movie and a play that Neil Simon was doing that they were casting, and the casting director at the end was like, uh, "Like, oh, you had a good day," and he was like, "Oh, did I get the part in the play?" Because he felt good about it. And she was like, "No, you got both." Oh. And the movie was Max Dugan Returns. Oh, yeah, Max Dugan, Returns. which was Neil Simon. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's the connection right there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so it was kind of like Neil Simon totally discovered Matthew Broderick. The funny, the funny thing is Matthew Broderick. Like he would always play like this kind of Jewish character. Yeah. But he's not Jewish. But actually, I found is out. Is it? He's not. No, I actually found he's actually his father Irish. His father was a famous actor too. Yeah, James Broderick right. or something. The father was Irish, but I think the mother was yeah. Jewish. So because you know he always had that he New does Yorky, have a Jewy, Jewy, he and does. he was always play a Jewish character in these movies. Hey, you guys, does yeah. he talk kind of like that? <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Even Ferris Bueller was a little like nebby. Jewy, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, I just was watching War Games like two days ago, yeah. and uh, 
I was like, that's a really good movie. I forgot really? how good it And he's really good in it. I think it was like the second movie he did. It's yeah. kind of the movie that made it. was right after Max Dugan. Do you remember Max Dugan? I Returns? remember Max Dugan. Yeah. Marsha Mason. And, uh, yeah, that was Neil Donald wife. Sutherland. Yeah. Oh, were they married? Yeah, Marsha Mason was married. At oh, because she was in a bunch of his movies. She kind of made, he kind of made her for a while. Yeah. What else did he do? Neil Simon? Yeah. Like everything. Like, uh, uh, chapter two? Chapter it, two, and then, uh. Is that the Seinfeld episode? Yeah, yeah. Laughter on the 23rd floor. Barefoot in the park? Uh, I'm not sure if that was him. I think it is him. Yeah. With, with Robert Redford and, uh, Jane Fonda. Yeah, I mean, so, and, um, I'm just try and, um, you ever see that movie also, which was, it doesn't hold up that well. It was a Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn movie. It seems like old times. Yeah. Did he write that? Yeah, that Did, was, he never directed a movie, right? I don't think so. You know? But uh, the one thing with Neil Simon was that... Um, oh, yeah. So the, the coolest thing... Sorry, is, is, you ever hear of the guy Sid Caesar? Yeah, yeah. So What was he big for? Well, Bad. it was originally in the 50s. was the thing called Your Show of Shows. You yeah. know, which was what Laughter on the 23rd Floor was based on. Was Sid Caesar in Greece? Yes. yes. Okay, and yeah. It was like a thing, a throwback, because he was big in the 50s, so they brought him back. Yeah. So anyway, but that was the... I don't know if you've ever seen the old clips of the show of shows. No, I mean, I know it, but I don't groundbreaking really... Groundbreaking for the time, you know? Yeah. Real, but the the thing about it is that these Sid Caesar shows, they had, like, the craziest writing staffs. At one point on one of the writing staffs, this was like three of the people on Steve it. Steve Martin? No, no, no. Is, it was earlier than that. It was Neil Simon, Mel Brooks, and Woody Allen. Jesus. On a fucking writing staff. Really? And then like the other guy, one guy was Larry Gelbart. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, MASH. And he wrote Tootsie, which is like... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And That's then, so amazing. And then the other guy was Mel Tolkien, who created All in the Family. Like, it was a fucking like murderer's row. And this was for your show of shows? And, this, and then it was a Sid Caesar show after that. But it was like a fucking murderer's row. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, there's, I can almost pull up a, a more contemporary um, uh, analogy. Like, in the late 80s, uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live, there was three guys who were on the writing staff. It was Robert Smigel, Conan... Yeah, and Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, which is like crazy now. Right. It's yeah. a, I, Bob Odenkirk. It was kind of weird. I think I've even heard him say in interviews it was kind of weird that he was there. Yeah, because he was one of the only people not from the Harvard Lampoon. Right. I was right. watching a thing yesterday about the Harvard Lampoon on sixty Minutes. I think it was a rerun. Yeah, it was. Did you see that? I did see it. Yeah. And it's just it kind of was depressing because it's basically just you the 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 network. Of the Harvard Lampoon and comedy, like it's it's a very small network. Those guys get a lot of those jobs, right? And it's that's a, kind of like the the pipeline into comedy. But it's also writing. an easy hire because if you're a, uh, a TV show and you hire someone from the Harvard Lampoon, even if the guy sucks, you could be like, "Well, he was from the Harvard Lampoon." Yeah, you know, you just hire a guy off the street and he sucks. If you hire yeah. that guy, you got to yeah. answer. Well, he was from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Black Cat. <laughs> <laughs> So, but now, especially after Conan, they all started coming. Like, Colin yeah. Yost. Well, yeah, like you know? SNL. And I heard that a lot way back in the day, like when I first started doing, even before I even did stand up, I did like a sketch show and like some guy, made, a manager made a comment, like, yeah, it's just the Harvard pipeline. They just, all they do at SNL is if you went to Harvard, they'll hire you. And yeah. I think that's why Bob Odenkirk even made that comment, like, that he was one of the only guys not from Harvard. Yeah, I think Smigel wasn't, but they get bitter about that a little bit, you know? Cause, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, so he also made um, The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, Sunshine Boys. Uh, there was one I just saw that was like a big one. Oh, Goodbye movies. Girl. Did right. you see that? That's Marsha Mason. That, Mar- Dreyfus, right? Yeah, you know, he was... Um, this is really... 
he won Best Actor for that, Richard mm. Dreyfus, and he was the youngest person to win Best Actor until guess who beat him? The, uh, was it Anna Paquin? No, no, it's, no, Best Actor, best. not because supporting category they always give it to like nine year olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, because support, you know what I mean? They do that all the time. It's always like, oh, they're three, yeah, because like, I think they think supporting is nothing. <laughs> I think they don't even look at that as like an award. <laughs> Do you well, know that, what I mean? Well, you know, you, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but like, you know, the um, that the thing about it, they're going to have a new category this year, <laughs> yeah, most popular what, movie. Yeah, like what? It's just like so clear that the Oscars <laughs> are just over. <laughs> superhero <laughs> category is that it? Well, it's basically, it's basically because every that. movie is a superhero movie. Well, yeah, they'll have Best Kiss and soon like MTV. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, the guy who beat him was uh, as the youngest was Adrian Brody. Oh, well, he wasn't that young though. Well, Richard Dreyfuss was 30 and Adrian Brody was 29. But, you know, I bet if you look back at that movie and you look at Richard Dreyfuss now, he probably looked 45. Oh, yeah, he you, did. You know how everyone back then looked older just for some reason? People who were like 50 <laughs> now look like they're 30. <laughs> like I was watching... Because I saw Dreyfuss in Jaws, which was before Goodbye Girl. I know. And he looks like 47. No, I know. They look, it's unbelievable. <laughs> what, why do they all look so bad? I think people just aged worse back then. I was watching something recently and I was like... I couldn't believe how old these people... You know, I was, like, older than them. They just looked like shit. Because people also, back then, they took worse care of themselves because no one knew all Everyone the things. Everyone smoked or something yeah. and drank. Someone had a really good point. I forgot on one of the shows. They were talking about how the Supreme Court, you know, they're, they're lifers and stuff. Yeah. And someone said... But the, the, when they made that up, the, these guys never let live past 60, so it wasn't a big deal. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, people just died young. Right, Now right. they're living to fucking 95 years like old. Like marriage, too. Because, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's true. Wasn't it when people lived to, like, 30? Yeah, until death of your part. You're like, oh, that's in three weeks. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy. I didn't, that's why marriage isn't, you know, people seem so, like, dumbfounded, stymied by marriage, why it doesn't last. Nah. It's like, because... It's ridiculous. I don't know. Like, I think it was like I saw Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson. And, like, those guys are, like, 50 yeah. almost. And they and look good. They look like, a, you know, yeah. Tom they, Cruise looks like he's 12. Tom Cruise, yeah, he's, like, 54. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, I, I forgot what it was. I saw something recently, and I I think it was I saw Michael Caine in a movie, and I think I was, like, around his age. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you want to really go back even further. Look at, like, old Humphrey Bogart movies. You know? Oh, yeah. And he's like, and they're like, this guy looks like he's 72. How old is he? He's like 29. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that, that's crazy. There was, um, so Neil Simon, how do we get on that? I don't yeah. know. I just feel like no one's talking about No, he about was, a, you're right. He, he t That happens. People get eclipsed by a bigger death. But I also think that it's like, he's one of those guys who people, uh, you know, were inspired by him and they you know, imitated him. And then, so people now look at Neil Simon movies, and they go, "Oh, that's old news." I and mean, yeah, it's because he invented that shit. Right. It's you know, kind of like Alfred Hitchcock. People think, "Oh, I've seen that before." Yeah, because he. Yeah, Neil you know, Simon was like one of the innovators of. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like play act, play movie acting, and play comedy kind of stuff. I mean, he was you know one of the innovators at least. Yeah. You know? So and I and I that is funny how. Uh, but I I always thought of that how he was very responsible for Matthew Roderick's career and yeah. I think he even attributes it to it because he said he was like he couldn't get a job I think that's so funny like he was Matthew Roderick said like he was like 
you know, auditioning for Summerstock, which is the lowest of the low, right. and he couldn't even get cast. Really? And his father was famous, you figure. I think his father was, like, middle, like, yeah. a working actor guy. He and it, I think it was, like, he helped him get, like, an agent and stuff. But, like, it wasn't, like, a done deal, you know what I mean? And, like... And then he auditioned for, you know, he got Brighton Beach in that movie. So that's what's always funny to me when you think about, like, like I think about that, like, in my career. Like, I'll, I'll audition, I'll, someone will see me and they'll be like, no way. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just so funny. People are seeing Matthew Broderick for, like, a shitty summer play. And they're like, no way, pal. <laughs> it's just like, what? Because Matthew Broderick's, like, it was an amazing actor. He is an amazing no, actor. Especially with comedy. I mean, he's some guys are such a gifted com- comedic actors. Not so good at other, Like Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I always thought it was like the best comic actor. He is great, but for yeah. drama, he wasn't as great. Yeah. Well, it was hard to separate. Yeah. Like when he did the war movie. Yeah. And yeah, I wasn't. He's like, Sarge. <laughs> Sarge. Yeah, you can tell like Sean Penn is just like, why is this guy in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> but that was when it was like after Back to the Future. And he was like, he could, he could do any role he wanted, I think. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. at that point. And they always just, they can't be happy with just doing what they're good at I and know. being millionaires. <laughs> no, I have to be in movies about raping people. <laughs> <laughs> like why you're just yeah, just be in the movie where you're funny <laughs> about raping no. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie casualties yeah. of war it's it's he's sean penn's great in it yeah yeah sean penn i mean michael g fox is fine in it just miscast a little bit you know because he's yeah. like doing alex p keaton yeah you know, yeah and, it's like that when david spade was making fun of it yeah. right? he's like playing yeah he did like a good michael j fox impression um but yeah, Neil Simon, and that's all. But so, but I just think the Odd Couple. If you never saw it, because it's been I've so seen part of it, it's been so inspired. So many. I mean, all these like roommates who don't get along kind of kind of goes back to that, really. You yeah. know what I mean? And they've done it in so many ways. They've even redone the Odd Couple eight million right. times. Right. They they actually did the Odd Couple too. They did. Yeah. A mo- I think he might have written. Nah, maybe he didn't write. But the it. TV show, which was pretty. Did good. Did you ever watch that? The old one was pretty good. Then the one recently with Matthew Perry was fucking horrendous. Oh, they did that with who? Oh, wasn't it him and the guy who writes all the the guy from the state? Thomas Lennon. Yeah. 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 Why would those guys even seem kind of like alike? Well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, wow, we're so different. <laughs> I'm a little less gay. Aren't they both kind of like effeminate white dudes? Well, you know, the, the thing was is that in the movie, Jack Lemmon made uh, uh, the uh, Oscar, the, the Felix character. Yeah. He was just like a, a kind of like a just a, a neurotic guy. Yeah. Then in the TV show, there was um, Tony Randall, who yeah, was really, kind of gay, who really was kind of oh, gay. he was. Okay. Yeah. And he turned the character more gay. You know, so then that character became more gay. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but it worked on the old TV I show. do remember, the, yeah, the show a, a lot more than, I, I didn't even, it was one of those things I knew the show and then I, I heard later there was a movie. Yeah. Most people, that was the way it was, you know. So I saw, and, wait, go ahead. Wait. No, both of those guys were actually in the play too. Like they, when, I think when they was originally on Broadway, both of those guys from the TV show were, were Oh, characters. they were? Or at least Jack Klugman Yeah, Jack, Jack Klugman was like a good... Yeah, yeah. Um, was it Oscar? Oscar, and he was Quincy. <laughs> yeah, it's before Quincy, right? Yeah, Quincy, what a piece of shit. <laughs> um, well, do you remember a movie I saw when I was? Uh, well, I saw Black Klansman. Yeah, we should that? talk about that. Yeah, um, Spike Lee. Did mm-hmm. you like it? No, you didn't. Oh, I. I oh, those I, are very definitive. <laughs> no, I thought it was such a good story. 
it was okay, but he, what I, didn't you like about it? I, I don't think it was edited well. I think it didn't move in a great way. Really? I think the characters were too cartoonish. You know, I it was a little anticlimactic, right? And it was a lot of it was true. I looked it up. It was, but you know, of course, there's the end. That stuff, a lot of that wasn't. But even know. though it just felt like the like the whole big you know lead up to the end, I was like, so what? It just didn't seem like that big a thing. Like right. they're trying to kill. Someone basic. I don't want to give it away, but but that part was made up for the movie, which it I was? get. Which I get. Oh. The, the, in real life, that guy did infiltrate the yeah. clan, but he just stopped a lot of different things. It wasn't like one big thing. Yeah. yeah. So what, what? So what was the main thing you didn't like? Did you like any of it? No, I thought it was okay. I just thought it was like, you know, it's just I don't know. Like, do you like him? His movies? I like Spike Lee, but sometimes he gets a little too arty. You know what I didn't like about it was that the. The clan. All the black people. <laughs> <laughs> the clans guys. I like Shades of Grey and the clans guys. Right. Every time they spoke, they had they said something racist. Right. Horrible. Right. And I don't like that because it's like, yeah, we know clans people are racist, but they're also like, if you talk to someone in the clan, I'm sure he's not saying the n word. Yeah. Every sentence. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like a human being. You know what I mean? Like racism sometimes a little more. Even I know they're yeah. in the clan. But. I guess like, I get that, but I guess like they they he can't just have like a ten minute scene of them talking about like the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I guess that was before the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, but I did you ever see the movie Higher Learning? Um, no. You know what it is, John Singleton. Yeah, and it, it that was the problem I had with that movie because it was like. They just skinheads when they're hanging out. They're always like in a dark room in front of like not a swastika <laughs> flags, and they're just always like, yeah. They're just always saying racist things, and right. I'm like, really? Just all the time <laughs> in the dark? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is it then it does to me? It doesn't ring true. It's like if you ever watch like like Breaking Bad or Better, Better Call Saul, and the bad characters are like, you know, they're bad, but you see. They act like normal people sometimes. Right. I think that's why Pulp Fiction was so good. Exactly. Because you don't don't know that he's not saying these are the bad guys, but they are the bad guys. I never really thought about that, but that's really a cool thing about that movie. It's like, even like Goodfellas... Like they're bad guys, but they're not like you're not like these guys are. They like you. You like them, you right? Know? And that's a, and you don't have to like those cats. I get that. It's just make them more believable. Yeah. And it's not not every thing that they say should be that. That was like one. And then I, you know, it gets a little. So then I feel like it gets a little preachy. You know what I mean? Right. I like things with a little shades of gray, a little bit more, where it's like, yeah, you know. And but I think it's hard with someone like him, though. The, yeah. like, he just is known for being very like. In your face. Hitting you on the... Yeah, but I was thinking like... The he... acting was good. I mean, did you know who yeah. the star was? Yeah, I did later. I didn't know... I didn't know that... I was like, wow, that guy's really good. And I was like, oh, okay. I actually, when I watched it, I was like, Denzel that guy... Washington. I thought that guy was... I was like, that guy sounds like Denzel. And oh, like, you did think that? And it's like, he's doing almost an impression. I'm like, maybe Spike Lee likes to use... Because he always used to cast Denzel. Yeah. Movies. And then you found out he was his son. Denzel's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really look that much like him, right? No. He sounds like him, though. He was he was really good, and the and the guy from Girls, the guy from Star Wars, that guy's like great. Yeah, he was really good. That guy's too. a really good. I like him a oh, lot. Oh, there was another fault fault I had with that movie. What? So Adam Driver's character plays a Jewish guy, right? Right. And uh, he's like at one point they're like he's wearing like the chai they say, you know the the, the Jewish symbol yeah. around his neck, and they go, uh, you know, if you're gonna go out and visit the clan, you got to take off that that chai, right? And I'm like, all right, fine. And then later in the movie, he's like, 
yeah, he's like, I'm Jewish, but I'm not really religious at all. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Because if you're not religious at all, there's no way you're wearing that ever. I don't remember you know? him wearing that thing, but he does wear something. You don't see it, but they they talk about uh, it. And they tell him that's to pull so funny. it off. Because yeah, like later he's basically like, "Oh, I never even used to think about being Jewish." Right. He's like, and I, you know, I'm like that. But so people like right. me would never wear that. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there was something else about him that like he was really good in it. He was but, good in it though. Um, there was one thing that annoyed me that like. When he's wearing the wire, they keep showing them putting the wire on, yeah. and they don't put like any like work into like hiding the wire. Like it's literally <laughs> like they're taping it, and then he puts a shirt on, like barely covering it, like a button-up shirt. Right, and he never looks like scared. Yeah, like and he goes to meet meet with them, and they're so like confrontational like they're almost acting i think someone pulls a gun and they're like acting like they're gonna kill him and and um, he never once is like like later he's not like we have to do something with his wife like remember the departed Mm -hmm. when he like meets with nicholson and then he has the wire and then like the wire they they show him like throwing it out the window yeah yeah and he's like you i'm not doing it with a wire anymore he's so freaked out like in this, like, he has a wire literally just under, like, one button under his shirt that yeah. anyone could just see. And I'm like, why aren't you, like, terrified? <laughs> and, like, why wouldn't you, like, they're really, like, suspicious of him and they never even, like, pat his chest? No, like, this guy just walking. in. The guy kept thinking he was a Jew. Remember yeah. We were questioning him. And the, like, the lie. I mean, I didn't think the movie was... The lie, you know, they're going to that extent yeah. to have a lie detector and they never even, like, pat. And then at the end, he's just taking his shirt off and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm like... <laughs> You almost got murdered. So you liked the movie? I did, but I thought it. I, I think mainly because I thought it was like done really well. Like right. he, it, he he did a really good job. Well, visually, his movies are always great. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes they go. I, and I thought it was like I liked that it was like a coherent plot that was like linear. He I right. feel like he loses himself. He does. He gets too artsy, and then the movie you're like, well, I don't even know what's going on right. anymore. So this was like, okay, this is a very like straightforward. This is what happens. Um, and I thought they were making off all that David Duke stuff up, but that was mostly real from what I read. That he like talked to David Duke? Yeah. I thought it was funny, too. They kept making taking jabs at Trump the whole time. Yeah, that was good. And th- you know what? At the end, when they were showing the... Um, the, tr- the Charlottesville. Charlottesville. That was like kind of resonated yeah. the most. Yeah. Like, that was one thing I liked about it a lot, was uh, he, he threw in like a bunch of like... Th- that was almost like comedic. Yeah. Like, and that was I like that point because we haven't he's like we haven't changed much really at all. Yeah, you know? no, it it, it 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 was uh I, it was better than I thought it would be. Um, because I I don't know like I was looking back of his movies and like most of them aren't that good. Like what what's a good movie of his? Well, do the like, right thing. Like that's good. What uh, else? That wasn't like that was like his first. <laughs> it was like his third movie. I mean, all the movies have been fine. I just no, they had nah. most of them are bad. Yeah. When I looked through them, I was like, "These are bad movies." Malcolm X is pretty good, but that's good. It's, but long. it's too long. It is long. And I, when that movie came out, I remember the studio was like, "You have to. This movie should not be three hours." And he's like, he was kind of playing a race car a little bit. Yeah, and a little. Yeah, and you know, and that's when he like asked all the other people for the money. Right. So they and then you know what? The studio probably was doing the right. Because if that yeah, movie, they were doing the right thing. Yeah, but if that movie was two hours, that's just, there was just too much stuff about that you didn't need to know about. 
um, yeah. uh, Malcolm X. You know what I mean? It was just like... He goes on. So he does that thing where his scenes go on a little too long. Yeah, because I remember in the Malcolm X, they had focused so much on his life as a pimp at the beginning. I'm like, yeah. we get it. He was a pimp. But this is not what he's known for. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need a lot of these Have things. you ever read that book? His autobiography? What is it the autobiography? Uh, no. I read it. it. I mean, it does go through all that, but you can cut out stuff. But you're making a movie now. You know no, I, mean? I, I know. I know. Yeah. I thought it was good, but it's like I would never want to watch it ever again. Um, and then, like, Summer of Sam was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, the inside, man. I didn't bad. see that. That the Clockers, I didn't even think was that good. Right. Um, I like I literally I think I went through and I was like, oh, yeah, there's like four movies I like. Twenty fifth hour was another one. Right. He got game like again. I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I was like, it ends. We do you remember the ending? Yeah. Like, of. it doesn't make any sense. And I remember I saw an interview with him and he was, you know, he's one of those guys who's like, you know, uh, I don't like to like make choices for the audience. You know, I like to leave it open for the. For the audience. And I'm like, dude, you know, like, I'm tired. Like, why don't you make some choice? You know what I mean? It's your fucking movie. <laughs> now I have to, like, decide the movie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that movie, like, Get Out was way better than the than KK Klansman movie. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, it made its points much more subtly. That's the other thing, too. Like, that's why Get Out, like, in the movie Get Out, like, Bradley Whitford, Whitford's character. Yeah. You know, he goes, oh, I voted for Obama twice. Right. And it's like, that's what I, that's more of like what racism really is. Right. Where it's like subtle. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's Even funny? Even a Klan's person will yeah. be subtle about it. Well, what's it, amazing what I mean? is in Get Out, they're not even really racist. No, no, no. <laughs> they actually true. like like black people. Right. That's but, kind of the thing about it is like, it's, a, it's about like racism and stuff, but it's not, they, like it's. A lot of times, people who are racist don't know, think they're racist, or they're exactly. not even right. really racist. But it's still a form of racism. Yeah, yeah, it's people. a different um, yeah. appropriation. No, but I mean, it was it was just I, I was surprised that like it was a Spike Lee movie, and I and that I liked it. Right. I mean, it's a great story. I mean, the story is like you can't even believe that's true. Yeah, and I think that's why it's good is because the story was too good for him to ruin. Right. <laughs> like seriously, I think because a lot of times he makes movies, and I'm like, I don't know what did, like bamboozled is like crap. Yeah. I think when especially when you make a movie about a real life thing, you should be straight up with it. Like if it's a good story. Just fucking tell the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just saw the other day, uh, again, I, I forgot how good this was. You ever see Spotlight? Yeah, with Michael K- the, It won the Oscar, right? right? Yeah. And I just started watching again because it's been in the news. There's some more pedophilia. Right, scandals. right. And that movie is fucking good. Like, they don't, there's no bells or whistles. They're just yeah. telling the story. Right. You know, and that's fine, you know? Cause if Who directed a, that? Was it someone big? No, I think it's a guy, Tom McCarthy. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's an actor, that guy. Oh, is he really? He's in Meet the Parents. Really? Who is he? He's, um, like, the guy that's marrying the sister. You know, isn't, like, the sister getting married? Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, it, that's a good man. Yeah, he was in a few other things. I met someone on a plane <laughs> once who was, like, his aunt or something. Oh, right. I know that's like a really weird. I, when I was living in LA, I was actually leaving Hawaii, and I sat next to this woman, this old woman, and she was like, started talking to me, like and annoy. And I was like, oh god! Like I think I even had headphones on so that no one would talk to me. And she, she still went through. She, and I was just like, all right. And then like I started talking, and she was like really nice and like 
almost like zen and like i got really into the conversation and then i was telling her i was a comedian and she was like oh you should contact my <laughs> nephew he's an actor and i was like who is in and oh, oh no actually this is a better story for that that happened so in like 2005 i i was doing a, a comedy show and i was hanging out with some people and they were like Hey, there's a party downtown on like Houston, like some cool so oh, like, yeah. some cool bar. And I think it was it was like a party like it was like I didn't know this until I got there. And so I got there and like there was a list. And I w- I wasn't on the list. Someone had just told me to go. And and I was like standing there. I was like, "Oh god, what am I going to do?" And this guy goes, w-, he goes, "What's your name?" And I didn't want to be like I'm not on the list, and I just was like tom mccaffrey like just kind of like why am i even yeah and he goes what mccarthy uh and i go yeah yeah tom mccarthy he's like <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> he thought you were that guy because i said mccaffrey right i said mccarthy it was like last so i went up through and i and i there were all like huge celebrities like paul rudd was there oh that's awesome and um I had that was another thing I told in the last podcast with Molly. <laughs> I had met Paul. I I have a connection with Paul Rudd through my brother-in-law. His sister knows him. Oh, okay. And I got a script to him, like in like two thousand, like around that time. Like and and then um, he never like got back to us about it. And then Role Models came out. And he co-wrote that. And there's a part in Role Models that's like from our script. Really? Yeah. And then I saw him at that party, and I was like, Hey, what's up, man? Like. I don't think role models have come out yet. I was like, I'm friend so and so with friend with I'm friends with so and so. Remember we met because I'd met him a few times, and he was like, Yeah, man. I could tell he like just was afraid I was going to annoy him. Uh-huh. So then someone later was like, Hey, this is Tom McCarthy. Like introduced me to Tom McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that? A, I just remembered that. That is that's hilarious. kind of a funny go around. Yeah, right? how do we do that from Spotlight? Right, right. So that was my, and it was so funny because he was like, "Hey man," and I was like, "Oh hey," I think I, and I said, like, "I think the only reason I'm here is because of you." <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, "How did you get? You didn't use your name to get in." He goes, "No, I got in with David Schwimmer." Oh Isn't wow, that that's so, some... so it was like that kind of party, like just kind of. I was at a show and someone was like, "Come to this party," and, I, and I'm like, you know, Paul Rudd's there, like David Schwimmer. I'm I'm like there as Tom McCarthy. <laughs> if you gave the wrong name, were you not getting in? No, he, my name wasn't on the list. Right. So if you just fucked up, and, you well, know. he would. I, th- I was. I didn't know what I was. I think in my mind because he was like, "What's your name?" Right. And I was like Tom McCaffrey, and I guess I was just going to be like, "Well, what do you mean I'm not on the list? I was going to do that." <laughs> but then he was like McCarthy, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that sounds right." <laughs> um. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then. Uh, and then but I, I remember I talked to Paul Rudd for like a minute. And I think he he looked so annoyed. I just like walked away. <laughs> also, I was like with some girl, like these two girls that I had like met at the show, who like were almost these kind of like Jersey g- girls, like I don't want like, but like trashy. Mm-hmm. And you know, all of a sudden we're at like this really cool party, and I remember they were kind of like being shitty, and I wanted to be like, "What are you usually doing in your life?" In Jersey, that's better than you know what I mean. Like you should be more more into this than you are. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think they thought that I was like. You, you ever have a have more like? You'll be around someone and you're you know it's like a cool situation, right? But they are, but they like act like it's shitty, almost out of like trying to like bring you down a peg. Does this make any sense? Yeah, sort of. Um. Like I think I think they're in their minds we're like oh this guy thinks he's so cool you know like we don't really care you know what I mean 
I'm like, you should care, like, because your life blows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I hooked up with either of them either. That's no. another. It always happens to me. Like, I'm in these situations. I'm like, how are you not hooking up with me? <laughs> but I guess they, like, read that. I guess right. women don't sometimes don't like it if you're too cool. Right. Do you think that's a thing? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what women are thinking. I have no idea. But I feel like a lot of times in situations where I'm like, oh, I definitely should be getting, like, I should be hooking up. It, that's when I the I get it the least. Yeah. I mean, it, it's when you just don't care. You just got to not care. Yeah, I guess that's know? what it is. And it's hard because you always kind of care a little bit. So Yeah, but there's times you do, yeah, where you really don't care. Right. Well, especially if you jerk off before you go out. That might help. Yeah, and I think it's that th- it's the same kind of dynamic of, like, the guy with the really nice car who's like bragging to women like right. that doesn't usually work right or it, it can but usually it do, you know what i mean because they're like they don't like that like they like humility i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like right. kanye west yeah exactly all right so anything else um, was there oh wait can we talk about this real quick sure. or do you have to go no the happy time murders have you yeah. seen that no do you know barry rothbard yeah, you know yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw him in L.A. Oh, cool. Um, he he's in that apparently. Is he? I don't. Yeah, I don't know who he is in it, but I think he's he's in it. Is he Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't know if he's like me. He might be a puppet voice or something. Oh, all right. So have you? So apparently that's like the worst movie ever made. <laughs> well, no, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it got low, I think, 25% on... Um, but, like, some of the reviews are, like, scathing. Well, I knew something was wrong. I mean, again, I haven't seen it, but when uh, they released it at the end of August, which is kind of like a graveyard for movies. Right. Because everyone's on vacation, so they kind of just dump shit there. Yeah. So that's a bad sign. And then, like, um, you know, uh, you saw the previews, and it was only, like, the one thing that you saw that was kind of funny. Yeah. You know, well, the, I saw the pre the first preview like in May, and I remember being like, I was like, I assume that's like a good movie because of all these people involved in it. But like, I thought it looked really like I didn't think it looked good. Right. Like the whole thing with him like coming, like the ejaculating. That puppet. was because silly string though. That's but it was just so like this right. is really kind of like disturbing. Yeah. Like it, it was just too much. You know, you could. I mean, didn't Team America? They did that with puppets years ago. That was kind of funny, right? Yeah, but I feel like I, maybe I guess it was marketed differently. They had a little bit of that, but it wasn't like the entire like this movie. Apparently, the whole thing is just like, isn't it crazy that puppets, puppets are like doing horrible things? Yeah. Like Team America was like kind of making political, you know, commentary, right. which I didn't really love. Team America, I, I didn't think, either. I thought people, it was okay. People love that movie, and I don't. I'm not there. I think it was like it, it captured like a specific moment, like because it was ever it was during like the Bush era, right? right. Um, the funniest thing in that movie was when they were like making fun of that movie Rent or show Rent. Oh yeah, they all have AIDS. And the song is like AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. We all have AIDS. Yeah, That's that was funny. Song. Yeah, they're making fun of like uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn and like I th- he's like the the president of Fag. Yeah, I mean something that movie, against something. I bet you that movie's pretty politically incorrect right now. If you watch, like yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was at the time, but now even more so now, you know. Yeah, the, they. I the, heard the movie they made fun of Janine Garofalo in that movie. In that movie, yeah. Uh, what they do? I don't know. She was a joke, butt of a, some jokes. I heard she was upset about it. Like, yeah, you know. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 really, Janine Garofalo got mad about something. She like hates. I I met her for like one minute. She like hated me. <laughs> 
I was like, how are you? She's like, fuck you. <laughs> how dare you look at me? Yeah, I mean, I, I think she just kind of didn't have a... Well, oddly, she, didn't have a good sense of humor about herself. Well, I think at that point, she was the face of liberalism. Right. So, uh, I don't know. But. Well, she, you know, she kind of did it to herself. She just, she kind of became like... I mean, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to be what she was, but she was a comedian at the end of the day. But she just, it seemed like she was just always on TV, like ranting and being angry. Well, she got into that. Like she would be on, she was on that Air America, which I used to listen to. Yeah. Liberal radio. With Mark Maron. Yeah. Which I used to like. Franken was on that too. Oh, right, right. I never listened to that, but like, uh, yeah, no, I remember. She she went really deep into like politics. Right. She was really anti-Bush. Which wasn't like a very unique. Well, it's so funny now because now Bush is kind of looked at as a nice guy. Oh, now he's like unbel- I like like him now. <laughs> I, I saw that clip of him. You know the you can't fool me again. Yeah, clip. And I'm, now I think it's like really endearing. Yeah, because you know the one thing about him was that yeah he was a shitty president, but he was basically Cheney did all the bad stuff. He was just following. You know he wasn't strong. Yeah, and he let Cheney do all the shit. Right. But this guy is like, I mean, he's just a, he, like the thing with McCain now. You see with the flag and stuff. Well, yeah, what happened? They they it was at half mass, but only for like a minute, and then he put it back up like immediately. Yeah, is they, he just not making any comments about McCain? He won't because he, he's such a vindictive, spiteful, fuck, you know. But to be fair, fucking McCain was shitting on him towards the end. You know, it isn't didn't he shit on him in like a statement like after he died? Like didn't they read something today that's like still shitting on him? Yeah. That's hilarious. And then it was a couple of months ago where McCain was being interviewed. Interviewed and he's like, you know, some guys fought in Vietnam like me. He's like, other guys got doctors to say they had bone spurs. Oh, he said that specifically. Yeah, I mean, but he wasn't that bad about. It. He still kind of supported Trump. Well, the good thing after that, everything that you know Trump said about him, but the healthcare thing was good. The thumbs down. Yeah, thing. that was that good. was like to me that was. I mean, he still voted for the tax cuts, but you know, right. he's a fucking Republican. So yeah, um, but you know, he shouldn't have done anything for it. Trump. Called him a fucking coward. I know. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, no, I, I like McCain. Maybe like, even looking back, I, he probably would have been, been a good president. Well, he would have been in two thousand. He would have been better than uh, Bush. Yeah, you know? but Gore really. I mean, probably if McCain ran against Gore in two thousand, right? McCain would have probably won flat out. You think so? Probably. You know, but and then Gore really. Beat him in the popular vote. I think McCain might have won the popular vote if he went against Gore, because Gore was a kind of a shitty candidate. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was. I, that, but people were really surprised that Gore lost, right? Well, I guess people don't think he didn't lose. Well, yeah, but it was. It didn't matter because it was still close. Gore fucking blew that one. Because yeah, no, that was a crazy. You know how like the economy was so fucking good at that yeah. time, and people love Clinton, and he he kind of like separated himself from Clinton, well, which was dumb. Yeah. So wait, yeah, happy time murders. <laughs> yeah, no, so I don't know. I just um, I'm I'm wondering if that's gonna be a movie because it, it's like it's caught in this like hailstorm of like bad press. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like four movie in, in like four years that's gonna be like a movie that people are like, oh, it's so funny. Like I feel like in four years people are gonna be like, you never saw it. It's so funny. Oh no, that had could I don't but these movies that become cult classics like that. Yeah, because I've had that where like. I, I don't think this will be that because I think it looks bad. Right. Like I thought the tra- I was because like, I remember specifically being like I'm sure that'll do well and it's a good movie, but I think it looks really stupid because I guess it's just and it's also kind of like I think it's a little like 
off-putting that it's like the Henson, right. like what he's doing to his dad's legacy a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, I think that turned people off. I think it's a thing with me because it's my generation, the Muppets, yeah, my childhood. That's everyone's childhood yeah. still. I mean, Sesame Street's still around. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to see that. Like that <laughs> jizz, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there has to be something that's sacred, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Would, it, would you want to see a show where it's like... Well, then Avenue Q, did you ever see that? I never saw that. No, I know everyone loves right. that, but... I don't think it was as bad as this, as far as the dirtiness. You know? Yeah, like that's supposed to be good. I heard like this just they're like, yeah, let's. Wouldn't it be funny if they're just like having sex and that's right. the whole pl- thing? And they deliberately got sued uh, by Sesame Street. They but, did it on purpose. I think. Come on, you had it. They used their name in the sl- in the slogan and Sesame Street. Sued yeah. them. All Sesame No Street or whatever the hell. Right. It was, right. Or No Sesame All Street. And uh, but you know they got sued on purpose because it was free marketing. Yeah, that's I won. Yeah, they probably did. They, they had to know. Time, yeah, you know, and they should have just ignored them. But you did know. you ever see Meet the Feebles? No, I think it's it's Peter Jackson. And it's like 1989. Oh, yeah, people and were bringing that up, and yeah. it's kind of like that. It's like a very like raunchy puppet, but it's like it's not just raunchy. It's like weird. Right. I saw it years ago. It's so weird. Really? It's is like it, disturbingly is it weird. Worth watching or no? I mean, maybe just because it's like the so odd, like the the notoriety of it, but it's like almost like disturbing to watch. Like it's not just like because uh, it it's like another dimension, or like you're like what's going? It's almost like an acid trip or something. Really? Yeah. There's like machine gun, but it's more like serious too. <laughs> it's really weird. I I remember my my it was before I really knew who Peter Jackson was. Is before he was big, right? Yeah. He before he did like uh like Lord of the Rings Hobbits, and all yeah. that. Um, but I guess that's what they're... I, it just feels like it's like out of step, too. Like this... And then I have you. I read an article on there, you know, because there's a whole thing now where, like, comedy movies are really struggling. Yeah. they Like, they don't know what to do anymore because everything's superhero and, like, there's never, like, big comedy movies of the summer anymore. No, and like it's... Like, Tag was supposed to be a big comedy movie. Mm, and that didn't... That was bad. And it did bad and, like... And I feel like Amy Schumer's movie career just like went away fast. <clears throat> yeah, those are you know a couple of couple of bombs. I mean, I think Apatow for a while was keeping them afloat because his yeah. movies were comedies. Oh, he what? He was the only. What's going on with him? Oh, I think he's like a now he's like a producer of TV shows, you know, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll make another movie. But yeah, that's true though. But even from like n- his nine are years always, ago, always too long too. Yeah, they are. There was someone else too that I was like, this is just so long. There was like a scene that I was like, why aren't they cutting this fucking scene? Um, I can't remember. That's what, what I was. said. My favorite movie of the year, Quiet Place, 96 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, if you just cut, 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 you always want the audience to leave wanting more. Yeah. That's like the best. That's true. A lot of people can't like cut their, their movies. It's hard. It's hard. It's you see it and you don't want to. Or maybe you have to cut actors out. That's their only scene. That shit happens a lot. Right? I'm actually reading The Shining right now. Oh, yeah. I read it years ago, but I my sister had it like on her table, and I started reading it. And like that that book is seven hundred pages long. <laughs> <laughs> That's a short Stephen King book, <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, some of those movies are like fucking two thousand pages. Some of the the oh it is really long. Yeah, how do you write a book like that? I have no idea. And I mean, I I'm reading The Shining. Have you ever read it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's completely like I. 
I, I'm like 200 pages in, and they like just got to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting. It's just a lot of like about him. It's all you know that it's basically about an alcoholic. Yeah, that's was the right. That's what that book like. That book is about alcohol, and it's really funny because like you watch the movie, and I feel like they mention him drinking like once. <laughs> like at the beginning of the movie, they're like, "Oh, he used to drink, and he doesn't drink anymore." Right. And then later he's like drinking, and, and then, then everything. And someone gets blown by a bear. Yeah, but like that's what the whole the whole book at the beginning is like. Oh, he, I, I was gonna leave him because he drinks, and he's like, I can't drink anymore. Like, it'll you know it'll is change it, me. Is it boring? No, it's like good. I mean, it's just I, I think it's good because it's just like you know there is so much background. He is a good writer. No, I mean he really is. He he's engaging, but like so that's the, sometimes with books. Sometimes is like. I get annoyed by them because it takes yeah. so many pages. Like, you know something. Let's get, let's get to this shit. Right. That's why I said. I think I'm at 140, and they just, <laughs> they, they, they're not even alone in the hotel yet. Like, the boss is still, like, talking to them. You remember? That's, like, 10 minutes into the movie, right? When they're like, hey, we're going to, like. <laughs> Scatman Brothers. Is he black in the book or no? No, I don't think he is. Yeah, they were going to get um some. Uh, <laughs> Slim Pickens, they wanted him for it. Oh, all right. He was going to be in it, and then um, I'm I'm reading all Stanley Kubrick like thought said Stephen King sucks as a writer. Really, and Stephen King wrote a screenplay, didn't even read it. Stephen King hates the movie because he's because it's not his book. He's like this isn't. He also hates it actually kind of for a good reason because he says the whole thing is that he he this guy is normal and then he becomes crazy. And it was Nicholson right after One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and he's like he's crazy in like the first scene of the movie. He looks crazy, (laughs) (laughs) so he's just like it's just a guy who looks he's like he's crazy and then he gets crazier at the end of the movie. Still better than Steven Weber though. Yeah, no, but I mean it is still really good. He he's. But I, I can. This will be the last thing I said. I think what may, reminded me, even why I looked at The Shining, was I saw Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Like while I was in L.A., my friend, my friend, like wanted to watch it, like just because we were like high. Is that was that a killer truck or no? Yeah, it's when the uh, machines come alive. Uh, I think I did an episode on this where we just talked about that movie. Yeah. And it's the only movie Stephen King ever directed. Uh, and it's like atrocious. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is in <laughs> no, it. Yeah. Well, wait, there was a movie with a killer car, though. That's Christine. Christine. For some reason, like he, Stephen King's really afraid of like machines being a lot. And so like I didn't I never understood have you seen Maximum Overdrive? It's like we get caught in a the co- the tale of a comet and the machines just come alive oh, okay. and start murdering people and I didn't realize this until about like five years ago I've seen that movie for years like it's um it's aliens in the machines uh, and they're trying to kill us to get rid of humans to take over the planet oh okay but I never knew it was aliens because you don't see aliens the whole movie you know what I mean right right. So, yeah. like, you, they're just invisible aliens in the car? You know what I mean? Like, it was probably uh, a movie they should have made years later when they had CGI and stuff like that. Or Yeah, like, the, the effects are really bad. Yeah. And, like, there, there's, like, so many things that don't make sense. Like, there's people in the movie driving cars who are, like, getting away. But, like, those cars aren't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, why no one on the set was, like, why isn't this car alive? Right, right. It's, like, oh, because they're in it. Like, no, that's not. See, these are things that bother you about movies. If there's things that don't make sense, you know. Yeah, no but one... that, I think that's amazing that people will be on a set and like did, with, when they watch the movie later, were they like, wait a minute, yeah. why didn't anyone think? 
So apparently he was like a coke addict when he was like making it. Ooh, King? But, so yeah, oh, he, I think he even said that he said he was on coke the whole time. Oh wow! What's really weird about it, though is it was it was when Emilio Estevez was like big, right? And I'm like, why this? Why would he do? Like, did this seem like a good movie? I think he made some bad career choices with movies. Yeah, you think <laughs> <laughs> the garbage truck, <laughs> garbage truck. <laughs> And then you remember, like, he got kind of big in when he was in those Ducks movies. Yeah. But they were kind of goofy. No, they were hor- horrendous. <laughs> those were just like, I can't believe it. Like, all right, I guess I'll be in these movies. I think it was that point where he's like, all right, Charlie Sheen's passed me, and it's not going to come back. You know? Well, he tried to be, like, a uh, di- fa- good director. Right. Just, I don't know, I, I know we've talked about this, but it's so weird. He's, like, best friends with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And we were talking about he's in, like, Mission Impossible, and it's like, Tom Cruise can't get you in like another movie, you know what I mean? That like that how hard is that bit like, you know what I mean? Like well, maybe he doesn't want to act anymore. Of course he does. Like what is he doing? Just like sitting in his room? Oh, I don't want to act anymore. Yeah, his dad still acts. I saw Martin Sheen at that. He's one of the only celebrities I ever saw in LA. I saw him at the airport. This was like years ago and I was he was so short. I was blown away by wow. how short he was. And I know. He, was, he was so walking around too, like like waiting for people to like know he was Martin Sheen. And no one went up to him? I'm not when I was around. So he was still probably on that show though. It was like two thousand, two thousand one. West Wing? Yeah, I don't think I think that was later though. But he was just like smile like he was just waiting for someone to like know <laughs> he was Martin Sheen. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so anyway, let's wrap this up. All right. Uh yeah, it was a good something. That was yeah. a good something. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. All right. Some big guests coming up. We do. <laughs> All right, good bye. evening, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? All right. I'd like to welcome All to the right. stage All the right. lyrically acclaimed. Woo. I like this young man because when he came out, he came out with the phrase, he went from ashy to classy. <laughs> I like that. So everybody in the house, give a warm round of applause for... The Notorious B.I.T. The Notorious B.I.T., ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for him, y'all. Uh. A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a lease. Besides that, the pinstripes in the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh. I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position, uh, here come my intuition uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him while his friends watch it That hoes clock it, uh, here comes respect His crew's your crew, or they might be next Look at they man eye, big man they never try So we roll with them, uh, stole with them, I mean loyalty Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate The cookies, butter crunch, ain't it? Eyes cost and blue and white duck, ask the slut
can't you see like total? Getting larger and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading. Just in case, keep a shell at the tip of your melon. Clear the space. Your brain was a terrible thing to waste. 88 on gates, snatch initial nameplates. Smoke your splits with niggas. Real life, begin the killers. Praying God forgive us for being sinners. Help us out. Enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand. Put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no men. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit. Motherfucker. See you chumps on top. Yeah. Sky is the limit. 